in actuality, when we think about this question, how is everyone else doing it? The most powerful way to answer it, it's not by not asking the question. This is a great question. We should be asking, how are others doing it? We should be looking at all the possibilities and then we should be putting a really critical lens through them. So instead of just saying, how is everyone else doing it? And then responding by saying, I need to deploy as many strategies as I can to replicate. What we want to first do with the answer of how is everyone else doing it is respond with our own question. Our own question turned back at ourselves and ask, what is it that I want? You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast, a community where your biggest, most unruly goals can become a reality. And today we are jumping into part two of the Limitless Copywriter series. Now over this three-part series, I'm sharing with you the three major lessons that I learned that changed everything for me as I built the Casey brand into my first six figures in 14 months, and then into the multiple six-figure copywriting agency and education platform that you see today, just two years after that. And these are really the things that I wish I had heard along the way in my own journey. And of course, the things that I did to level up fast, to retire Dale from his teaching job, to move us to a honeymoon destination in the tropics, and just live and work in the life that I love. So let's kick things off with part two of the series today. And I am so excited about this topic because I really think that this is the biggest missing piece that I see from copywriters in their businesses today who feel like they've hit a plateau, who don't know how to move forward next, and they don't know why what they're doing right now isn't necessarily working. And this is really essential to creating the transformation that you want to being able to step into your limitlessness, like we talked about in part one, and really just to be undeniable in your future and create this sense of your future as you move forward, as you create this beautiful, beautiful business and life that you want to live. So the biggest question that came in last week off of the back of the the training that was released and the DMs that were sent my way was, Crystal, how are others doing it? How are other copywriters scaling? How are others getting past this plateau? I don't know how to move forward. And while this question can provide some incredible insights, and it's definitely a question worth asking, you know, looking around you and taking stock of the way that others have been able to find success and allow that to give you insight into how you could possibly grow. I think that this question is often the moment where 99% of copywriters misinterpret the answer that they need to grow, right? They ask this question, they doubt 
download the answer and I'm going to get into what that means in just a moment. And then they run full force ahead and they think, okay, this is my answer. This is my business plan into growth. When in actuality, it's a misinterpretation of that answer at that precise moment that then leads most copywriters down a path that they have to rewire and rework later because you hit this plateau. So you might be experiencing this right now, a plateau in revenue, in growth, in time, and how you're spending your energy. And I want this to just be a moment for you to take a breath. Let this episode be a base for you to sort of take stock and and look at your business from a bird's eye view and see how you've been spending your time and energy. And I hope that by the end of this, that can give you a little bit of clarity as you move forward. You know, because when we're asking this question of, okay, how are others doing it? Oftentimes, copywriters see someone deploying a business strategy that they think could work for them, and they take note of it, which is very wise. I think you should do that. Take note of that idea. And then we see them deploying another strategy, and we're like, well, this person is doing it. I respect them. I like their business model. I could grow something like that. Okay, I'm going to take note of that. And then we see another woman running a different kind of business model and imagine ourselves running that type of business model. And they say, hey, if it's working for her, I should add that to my list. That will help me get to my goals. That will help me get to my goals. That will help me get to my goals. And so we start to just curate this list, this running list of everything that will help me get to my goals. And it gets long. And what happens is when you have this list, then you start to deploy what is on the list. And that is when the journey gets tedious, my friend. So you've got this long list, you're deploying lots of different things, strategies, tactics, even business models at one time. And at this point in time, you're starting to feel like, well, I'm doing all the right things. I'm doing everything that everybody told me to do. I'm doing what has been asked of me. I'm putting in the hard work. Why? am I not seeing the results that I want at this point in time, right? This is where we've got copywriters that have all of these ideas piecemealed together, strategies piecemealed together, because the online space tells us if you're not doing everything, you're not doing enough which results in us showing up with 10 different a la carte offers because we wanna please our clients in every way. We wanna be that one-stop shop. We wanna be that one-stop shop agency. So we're gonna do everything under the sun or it shows up with us having a million digital offers and courses outlined that we've never set up to bring in that passive revenue, right? Or with an agency model where you are tied to your desk so often because of misaligned infrastructure and the weight of your tasks with copywriters sitting down, not knowing what to do each day because you have so many initiatives that it's overwhelming to decide how to proceed. This is all normal. I first just want to say that. You are not alone if you're feeling that right now. I can tell you countless times when I felt that myself. I'm going to walk you out of this today and I'm going to, I'm going to pull you back into this bird's eye view so you can start to see where we can shift your energy to create growth that is on a more simplistic, easier model that will result in bringing on momentum that builds and compounds into faster growth. So if you're feeling this right now, this is honestly just the nature of entrepreneurship until somebody tells you because it is so hard to see where you're spending energy and how to move forward when you are in the thick of it. So in actuality, when we think about this question, how is everyone else doing it? The most powerful way to answer it, it's not by not asking the question. This is a great question. We should be asking, how are others doing it? We should be looking at all the possibilities and then we should be putting a really critical lens through them. So instead of just saying, how is everyone else doing it? And then responding by saying, I need to deploy as many strategies as I can to replicate. What we want to first do with the answer of how is everyone else doing it is 
respond with our own question, our own question turned back at ourselves and ask, what is it that I want? Looking at the different types of business models, right? What is available to you? And then assessing if the lifestyle aligned to them is what you actually want to build. Is that what you actually want to live in in six months, in 12 months, in 10 years? Because this is where we get it wrong. A lot of times people start out and we're running from something. We're running from a past job. We're running from corporate. We're running from teaching. We are wanting to create an alternative work style, right? So we run full force into entrepreneurship, which is beautiful. However, then we get so deep in that that we don't actually pause to think about the life that we want to build. And you know, here at Freedom Found, we are all about creating lives and businesses that we want to wake up to, right? And businesses that fuel our lives and that let us redefine the way that we're living. So that is the goal. We need to first start by answering the question of what is it that I want and what business model is going to help me get that. All right. So that's the first lens that we can start to look through. And then what we want to do is use examples of strategies as just that, examples. So instead of taking every single thing at face value of what others are doing, looking at reels, trending advice and carousels, you name it, and instead of saying, that strategy is a way that has worked for so-and-so, I need to deploy this right now in my own business, looking at it with this lens of this is an example of something I can use, and I'm going to start to get really singular in my focus. So let me dive into that a little bit more. And here's why. When you compare what you're doing right now to what someone else is doing, someone you might look up to, a mentor, a role model, you might be reading her book, listening to her podcast, watching her business grow, you're not necessarily seeing them as you are in your current position right? So you're seeing them as someone who's in a later phase in their business, but you're comparing them to your now. So naturally what ends up happening is you're comparing your present state, your right now to someone else's year three, year five, year 10, and putting this pressure on yourself that says, well, if so-and-so has five marketing channels and an audience growing via her blog, YouTube, TikTok, podcast, email list, then that's what I should be doing too. That's what is required of me to grow this business. But here is the truth. She did not start off with five things and take them to scale. I promise you, she started with one. She rinsed, she repeated, she mastered, then added another that would complement her existing goals, rinsed, repeated, and mastered. And if she didn't, she added layers in just like you're experiencing right now and then realized, wait a second, this is too much for me to handle or too much that I even need at this point in time. Let me take it a step back right? Then adding a layer in only at a phase when she had already mastered the previous one, right? Added another when she had a team to support and outsource to. So now all of a sudden you thought that you had to do all this on your own when in actuality, someone has a team and years of experience mastering a routine and probably a repurposing strategy. And it makes sense why what you're doing all day with yourself or with your small team might be so hard and you feel like you're up against a wall right now because it's just your earlier season and that's okay. You can build into that. You can train your team. You can hire the right people, right? You can grow the brand and then be able to reinvest back into it. So the real answer to what others are doing is this. Others are either A, they're doing one thing really fucking well, or B, they're doing a million things half-assed. One thing and then switching, one thing and then switching. 
The only one that wins is mastery of a single specialty. When you see people doing everything, they are at a stage in their business when they're making enough to have the support and the infrastructure to be successful in that, right? They're hiring, they're automating, they're refining their systems. It is okay if you are not there yet. If you have a team right now, I would start thinking about those elements, right? I would start thinking about, okay, how could we improve this? How could we be doing this better? How could I not be the bottleneck? How can we repurpose so that we we can make mastery easier at every single phase, right? So the real answer to what are others doing is they are either doing one thing really well or a million things half-assed. And if you're looking at them in a phase of success that you're perceiving from the outside, I guarantee you that they have a singular focus of what they're doing right now, right? I guarantee you that they have layered on things that they've been able to then master that then just becomes part of the back cycle routine, and that every new phase in development in their business is a singular focus. So what can you do right now with the current resources and time and energy that you have? Well, you need to plant the seeds of consistency. This is the number one thing that I see missing from copywriter businesses, ready to scale copywriter businesses, stuck in a revenue plateau, stuck in an energy plateau, and wanting to get out of it, and wanting to get to that next phase, is we're doing so many things because the online space tells us to, right? And while we often see these other businesses and we think, oh, I wish I was there, or I wish I had that result or that result. But what we're not seeing is the amount of time that they spent planting the seeds and watering those seeds, helping them germinate and then grow. And this is what I see as the biggest mistake happening with copywriters growing their businesses today, is that we are flooded with information from the online space about how to build a business, how to build a personal brand, how to be a better copywriter and up-level your skills. And there is so much that we are fed on a daily basis, whether your email box, your IG, TikTok feed, you name it, that we are getting so much information and not that it isn't valid and great. There is so much good information out there. Like it is the easiest time to learn how to start a business, but I think that it is the hardest time to be consistent and make it successful because new tactics and strategies can definitely be helpful. But when you have so many at play, you're taking on too many new ideas saying, wow, that sounds great. Wow. So-and-so is able to deploy this and get X result. I'm going to do the exact same thing. And -and so-and-so is able to deploy this and get the other result. And I'm going to do the same thing too. And it adds up, takes away your energy. And then you've got five different strategies that you're now trying to master all at one time. So you've planted five seeds, five different seeds of different crops. Okay. And each of them need a lot of babying. They need a lot of care. They need fertile soil for you to prepare and to put them in right. They need for you to make sure that they are getting the right amount of water, the right amount of sunlight, the right amount of nutrients. It is all so specific. And they need to have you let them have time to germinate day in and day out. You coming back and taking care of these little seedlings, letting them sprout, letting them grow into something bigger and watering them patiently. But what I see instead, and I have been guilty of this time and time again myself, is pulling up seeds too fast, is taking the strategy that you saw somebody did this and they got X result. So you plant the seeds and 30 days later or six months later, you say, oh man, I'm not seeing any results from this yet. So I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to plant something else. I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to plant something else. And I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to plant something else. 
right? I'm going to try something until I see results. But what happens is you are shifting so fast and you're pulling up seeds so quickly that you are never able to reap what you've sown. You are never able to see the results because you're pulling them up. You're pulling up these seeds every 90 days or every six months. And when you pull it up, you might be just on the verge of that seedling sprouting. It might be just on the verge and you have to understand that building a business takes time and building a brand takes time and an audience takes time. It takes years. This is not a quick fix industry, right? If you are here for a quick fix, my friend, you need to reassess what you want long-term because if you want long-term to have a successful business in life, then you have to shift this belief from being quick fix into longevity into legacy. What are you building for the long term? And that means you need to leave the seeds in the ground. That means you need to leave the seeds there to germinate, to sprout, to grow, to spread. Because guess what happens when you have that tree, when you have watered it and tended to it and cared for it, and it is now a fully beautiful tree in front of you. Those seeds are going to be carried on the wind. Those seeds are going to ride the airwaves and they are going to land somewhere else and they are going to plant and sprout and grow new crops that then you can harvest, right? It is all about building momentum. The very best way for you to build momentum is to get a singular focus. The very best way for you to build momentum is for you to then take that singular focus and add consistency. That's you showing up every single day and watering that crop. And I promise you, if you are consistent with a good strategy, I'm not saying you can take anything and deploy that, but with a good strategy, if you are consistent, if you are patient, if you are ready to live in that consistency day in and day out, you will see results. The businesses that you're looking at right now that you are admiring, that you are looking up to, they have been consistent. They have gotten comfortable with the consistency, with the monotony and being okay Building when it doesn't feel like there is growth. Being okay watering when they can't see what is happening beneath the soil because they're trusting the process and the strategy that they are putting behind it. So what we want to do is help minimize what's on your plate. And that's one of the things that I think is so powerful when you can look at what you're doing now. You know, if you're doing five, 10, a million things at once and you feel scattered every time you're sitting down at your desk, my friend, I want to take that away from you because I know that feeling, it is not fun. The best place to sit in is sitting down at your desk, knowing exactly what you're doing, knowing that it is going to pay off and knowing that you are following a clear blueprint, right? So that's what we want to start doing. So if you know you're not quite using your time and energy the way you want to, you want to feel like it's more productive. You want to feel like it's working. You want to make sure that you're actually planting the right crops, right? The the seeds you lay up in that first moment, those are the most essential. Because at the end of the day, if you're wanting to pull up some, some carrots from your field and you've gone and you've planted some banana plants, my friend, you're going to be disappointed. So what we want to do first is make sure that the crop that we're planting is what you actually want to be harvesting. All right. And then what we want to do is take an analysis and an audit of what you have going on in the business, according to your goals and your vision, and then create a game plan, create that blueprint. So you know exactly what to crop. And then you can just come back. You can till the soil. You can plant the seeds. You can water them. You can love on them. You can be the very best damn parent to those crops that you possibly can be. Right. So you can clearly then say, okay, during this phase, this is my focus. And here are my metrics. When I get to a certain phase, because I'm sure you're thinking right now, Crystal, I'm multi-passionate. Crystal, I want to do all these things. Look at my business. I will tell you, you do not have to stay in one lane, you know, forever or even very long, right? 
you are able to add in different layers that complement your business if they're at the right time, right? And if you are able to then have that repetition and then that mastery of those seasons. You have to be able to say, okay, in this phase of my business, this is my one primary focus and I'm going to be dedicated to it. And I'm going to commit to the daily tasks required of me to find success here. And I am not going to deviate, right? I am not going to get shiny object syndrome. And I think that's the hardest thing, Um, you know, and I've been there too. I'm such a passionate person and I love having a multidisciplinary brand and you can have that, but you have to do it in phases or it will not take off or you will have too many cooks in the kitchen, right? And I think what can be misunderstood sometimes is people feel like, oh, what? I can't just do one thing. And it's not that you're going to just do one thing really well. That is primarily like an overview umbrella term of what we're doing here. But underneath that umbrella, you've got lots of little pieces at play here, right? Like the watering, like the tilling of the soil, like the coming back and like like trimming the different pieces of the, the plant that need to come off at certain stages. You know, Dale's a gardener in our family, but those different elements are going to allow you to have some variety in what you're doing. And it doesn't mean that you have to say no to everything. It's about learning how to say yes and no as a CEO. So putting a filter in place and saying, yes, okay, does this fit into my singular focus right now with my primary goal of X, Y, or Z, right? And if so, is it something that I can execute on well? Can I execute on this really well? If not, well, it's going to be a no, my friend. Because you should not be doing it if you are doing everything half-assed. It is not worth your time. It is not worth your energy. What we want to do is take those things away, take the half-assed pieces away, and leave you with a few primary things on your plate that you say, okay, I can do this. I can get really freaking laser-focused on this one thing. And by getting laser-focused, I'm also going to be able to build my skills. And I'm going to be able to get better and better and better and better just because I'm doing that one thing repeatedly. And that is when you get that mastery, right? When you can master that, then you're gonna be able to bring in more leads, grow your revenue, take the business out of plateau. That's when you see conversions change. That's when you see a change in your community. That's when you see impact building because you focused on one thing and doing it really freaking well and doing it on your terms. The terms of the business model that's building the life that you want, right? In fact, this is what I recommend focusing on one singular area in all of those places, such as your business model, your marketing and layering on these pieces. And this is a bigger conversation of you really starting to look at that that roadmap ahead of you. But I'll do an episode on that in the future so that you know what you can do to move forward. But just remember that that one primary goal and that consistency to work to that goal is what is going to make the difference between your business being successful and another person not because they're doing 20 million things and they can't take root. Nothing is going to take root if there's too much planted. So every day you have to step in and be really dedicated to that area, you know, be dedicated. And I tell you what, when you do that, everything gets easier. It is so much less stressful because you are not thinking of 20 million things on your plate. You are not feeling pulled in so many different directions. It's so much easier to sit down, get the work done, be able to get back to people on your team, you know, not feel like everybody's always waiting for you. You're disappointing them or yourself if you haven't been able to get to everything on your list. You know, this is, I think just the the shift that made everything so much easier for me in my business when I took a step back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I've got a lot of great ideas at play here. What do I actually need to be focusing on? What do I actually want? What's actually going to get me to my desired goals? 
I'm going to do that first. And it's not to say I don't have plans. You know, I've always got other plans. So you're, you're seeing multiple iterations of the business come out in different phases. So the same thing is going to be true for you as you have this singular focus, right? And this is when things really start moving and grooving because you are able to get better and better and better at that one thing and then master it, like we said. And then that's when the results pour in. I've done this time and time again in different areas of the business that I've gone through, you know, in each season of my business, but also like coaching so many different copywriters, working with so many different entrepreneurs inside the Casey Copy Studio. And there is one common thread. And I tell you what, the ones that make the most progress, the ones that businesses are growing the quickest or most sustainably or most long-term, all of them have singular focuses. All of them are consistently showing up and not putting too many things on their plate at one time so that they can repeat and master, repeat and master. I've seen it time and time again. Those that struggle are the ones that are hopping from one thing to the next and not following through. So you have to decide which side of the coin do you want to sit on, you know? And if, and if you've been sitting on one, you can hop over at any point. All it takes is a mental decision. All it takes is you saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to get really clear on what I need to do and I'm going to simplify and then I'm going to take that to scale. Like, I'm just going to tell you what I don't think anybody else is saying online right now, which is you don't need to learn to master 20 different marketing skills or 20 different sales skills. All you need to do is focus on the one thing right in front of you. And that is why I love it so much, because while in the beginning, it can be a bit more painful to say, okay, wait, I need to detach and I need to take these things off of my plate because I love to do everything. After that, wow, you get to add in so much more variety because you've got the momentum, because you've got the revenue to fuel business growth and all under that one umbrella. So it's just about shifting the perspective and the energy and making sure that you're spending energy in a wise way. Because let me tell you, energy is finite. You wake up in the morning with a set amount of energy, right? That's what you have. So you have to decide how you're going to spend it. They are not renewable resources. So we need to make sure that you're stepping in every single day. You're feeling really good using that time and energy to the best of your ability. And when I've seen people deploy this, let me just say, when I see clients get a singular focus and start to deploy this and clear away all the bullshit, honestly, all the bullshit from their business, oh my gosh, the waves that they are creating, the momentum starts to build. And when the momentum comes, a snowball is rolling and they go faster and people start seeing that, that momentum rolling. And they're like, you know, I want so-and-so to write my copy because all of a sudden they are creating change with their brand and they have traction. And that's what you need for growth is traction. You know, one of the more intricate parts of business is really deciding things like, not just the strategies you're deploying, but it's your boundaries and how you're spending your time and energy. That's just like the fundamental piece of boundary laying. So it's boundaries with yourself, what you're willing to do and take into your immediate circle of tasks so that you can then make sure you're doing best by yourself and your business, you know? So just prioritizing that one mechanism for growth, whether that's to grow an agency or coaching model or EDU, whatever you want to do with that, you can. It's important that you just not get sidetracked and try to do everything. And remember that you're the farmer. You have an obligation to the crops that you plant to know at what point in time they need watering, tending, and day in and day out dedication. And remembering that, my friend, you just have one plot of land. You don't need to do everything. You can't grow every crop on that land. You cannot grow every crop in the amount of time that you have every day or something is going to shrivel up, right? You literally just don't have time to tend to it all. And instead of letting it shrivel up and die, why don't you plant one thing, do that really freaking well, master that crop, and then be able to move on. 
And I know in your business right now, it's got a lot of different facets. So this is really going to be personal to you on what you have going on. But I just want to give you that clarity that it is okay to take a step back and to clean house and to say, okay, what is it that I need to do going forward? Relieve the pressure of needing to do everything and allow yourself to just primarily focus on one model to scale so that you can create the growth and momentum that you've been looking after. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please give me your thoughts over on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway and I will catch you in part three of the Limitless Copywriter series. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots. And I'll catch you next time.